Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. Your mic isn't on. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to Book Talk. That was probably the best intro yet. Thank you. Just silence from your end. That's what the people have been waiting for. (laughs) No, we both know that the people have been waiting for us both to shut up. (laughs) And maybe, like, educate ourselves a little bit. I'm working on that. Me too. Maybe it won't make our book choices any better. No. I feel like it's because we're both in school that the book choices we like are so far from, like, educational. Because, like, we're getting that. Like, we're doing that. I'm I'm reading for fun because I'm reading for not fun when I'm in school. Yeah, it's the same thing as, like, watching mind-numbing television shows. Like, you watch not great television or movies sometimes, but it's just, like, fun. Mm-hmm. And it's to turn your brain off. That's the same as reading. Yeah. It's like, I recently just watched the most recent season of Too Hot to Handle. So good. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible TV. I uh, recently found out that One Tree Hill is coming to Amazon Prime. I am so excited. When? Uh, Not confident. Cool. But like not, I'll just Google it. Cool. A very easy solution. (laughs) A lot of the things we talk about. I am. On the note of Amazon Prime, I have been, like, really slowly watching Rings of Power. Have you been watching that? Yes. I'm not caught up. I've only watched the first two episodes because I've been working so much. But, like, oh, damn. That is not easy television. It's not something, like, I tried to watch the first episode and study at the same time. That was not a wise move. You need to focus on the show, but it's a really yeah, it's, good show. It's not a mind-numbing television show. It's not definitely not. not. It's like a well thought out, really good TV series. Um, are you reading anything for funsies besides what we were reading together? 
Uh, yeah, I'm reading uh, Name of the Wind right now. Okay. Is that the one you mentioned last time? Yeah, still reading that one. And then I think that's it. Did you ever finish that book from a while ago that I think Jared's mom bought you? Oh, yeah. No, I left it in Ottawa. So, oh, well, that's, that's a mystery now. Speaking of mysteries, did I just set up the ideal segue for you? You literally did. You just set up the most ideal segue. I bought the coolest book ever. It's called Kane's <gasps> Job. I know what that is. <laughs> I am so excited about this fucking book, dude. I love how we were literally talking about like, yeah, I want to do just like light, easy reading because I'm in school. Meanwhile, I purchased like probably one of the most difficult books on the planet and I'm so excited about it. I am so fucking excited for this book. You have no idea. If you don't know, if you're reading or not reading, if you're listening to this and you do not know, Kane's Jawbone is essentially like a pick your own like mystery book. But however, there is like a correct way and you're supposed to like cut out the pages of the book and rearrange them to make the correct story. And I think there's um, let me find the page yeah so there's six murders like six people were murdered and there's six murderers and you have to find who murdered who and the order in which they were murdered and also the page the page order and you have to like rearrange it it's only 100 pages it's only a hundred? I guess so. Yeah. It's a hundred pages that you have to rearrange and put them in the correct order. And yeah. apparently this is the last year where you will get a prize. But I don't really care about um yeah, apparently if you get the correct order and you get all of the correct like murders and murderers, um you would get $350, but the competition closes on December 31st, 2022. However, I will say I am not confident that I will get it correct, but I am excited. I just hope that there's like when the competition closes, I really hope that there's a way to like check your answers. Yeah, like I understand not giving it the prize anymore. However, I do want to know if I'm right or wrong. I mean, I'm sure that there will be like a Reddit somewhere that like leaks the answers once it's no longer like a prize. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure it will be made available because otherwise that's just unfair. Because, yeah, I don't really care about the prize. I'm just fucking excited to do this and I'm going to go full crazy. I'm going to have like a whole wall with like red string and shit like. I'm excited for you. I, as soon as you showed the cover, I was like, <gasps> I, yeah. And did you see what I mean by it's like the perfect segue? <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, other than that, I'm not reading anything except for, I'm still picking away at um, When You're Ready, This Is How You Heal by Barbara Weist. 
Um, and then obviously Queen of Shadows, Throne of Glass. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then I will be starting King's Jawbone ASAP. That's so exciting. I need it. Also, yeah, Kane's jawbone is the first ever murder weapon. Fun fact. Oh. It was in the front of the book that I read. So on this episode of Book Talk, we are going to talk about Stephen King movie adaptations. Because guess what? Katrina, after a year, has finally (laughs) watched The Shining. You know what? I could have put it off for another year. Yeah, I'm just going to like start off, start off hot and heavy by saying I really have issues with Stephen King movie adaptations. Not a fan. They always just like, it's just not, it doesn't correctly portray what was in the book, in my humble opinion. I... To be fair, I read I read The Shining a while ago now, so I'm not sure if there was things that were missing. However, I do feel like Jack Nicholson very appropriately and well captured Jack Torrance's vibe. Same. I think he really did an amazing job of that character. However, I will say, I forget, um, I haven't, I didn't rewatch the movie because I didn't like the movie for this episode, um, but the mom, what was her name again? Wendy? Wendy, yeah. I did not like the way her character was portrayed in the, in the movie. Because I remember in the book, she was like kind of a badass, like. Yeah, she didn't seem like a badass in the movie. She seemed very like weak and annoying i also did not like tony like how he was true captured that just was weird to me right there was just like a lot of weird um choices and apparently i'm just gonna google it to fact check it but apparently um the actress who played wendy was like fucking tormented by the director while filming so i'm gonna like fact check this Yeah, apparently um, she recounted the horrifying psychological and emotional torture that she endured during the shooting of The Shining movie. And the only thing that, like, uh, I think Stanley Kubrick is the director, um, said that, like, he received poor criticism of the way her character was portrayed because it's like nothing like in the book like in the movie she's just like so fucking annoying and like portrayed as like really stupid um and then he says that the actress was just wasting everyone's time and I'm like mm, don't love that yeah like but apparently this is like considered like one of the greatest horror movies ever made interesting maybe they need to um maybe that was back in back in the day (laughs) yeah i'm gonna assume that that was back in the day because i i think there's far scarier movies out there 
But you know, I finally know where that meme comes from. It's like Jack Nicholson sitting in the snow frozen. I had no idea it was from The Shining. Honestly, the same. There was a couple memes that I didn't, that I, I knew the one where um his head was like poking through the doors and he's like, here's Johnny or something yeah. like that. Like, I remember that was super referenced and I didn't really understand it, but now I know. Also, another issue that I had with the movie was, you know, that woman who like was in the bathtub. I didn't like that they made her hot in the movie. Well, she turns ugly. I think she was always ugly in the book, though. But they made it, like, really sexual and, like... Yeah, I honestly don't remember how it went in the book, but I know, because I did watch the movie literally yesterday, (laughs) (laughs) that it's, like, a figment of his imagination that, like, she's looking good. Uh And then when he's holding her, that's when he sees in like a mirror this like grotesque moldy woman (laughs) the best way I can describe her is moldy you know I'm pretty sure in like the book she was definitely never hot and there was no weird sexual tension between Jack and this like ghoul that's honestly fair I don't remember it in the book, so. I also don't know if, it, I, I also don't really remember it in the book, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't Jack that found her. Like, I'm pretty sure it was just exclusively the child, potentially. I don't fully remember, but just like, the book creeped me out more than the movie did, which is surprising. Because you'd think, you know, visual aids would help me out a little bit to scare me. But, like, it just, I just didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't love it either. And I feel like, from what I remember, because I remember watching the movie, like, almost immediately after reading the book. And I remember a lot being, like, missed and just, like, not properly done like the fact that there was like a a hedge maze instead of like hedge animals that were like I feel like that like the animals was like a lot creepier than just having a random maze that like didn't really do anything except maybe you'd get lost you know and there was like things with like the playground where like sometimes the kid would go to the playground by himself and like then there was like a demon in the slide or something or in a tunnel or whatever and he was like afraid like I feel like there was a lot more villains in the book than there was in the movie. Yeah. I also, like, I get a movie is, like, a limited period of time, but I feel like in the book you felt Jack's... Yeah, Jack... I, I was confusing myself if I was using the actor's name or the, the character's <laughs> name. It's like, no, they have the same name. Uh, but you could like feel Jack's descent into madness. Whereas in the movie, it felt more like sane, insane, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like he definitely p- portrayed like the insanity very well, but it wasn't like 
a slow like yeah like piece scent. by piece things were going wrong it was just like things have gone wrong now I also feel like the movie was really long though like wasn't it super long yes it was like two and a half hours exactly like to me that's not an excuse like the book yeah, wasn't you that made long. me watch that love you but like the book wasn't that long like it wasn't that long of a book for it to be a two and a half hour movie and have you still missed like really key points for both like the plot and like the character development you know what I mean yeah I feel like also there's like parts of the movie I understand this was filmed and it's like based on a movie of a while ago Mm -hmm. but just like some of the things that they say to Wendy that they don't say to Jack and you're like "Mm, don't love that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know and I also feel like in the movie wasn't it just like Jack at a bar with like a bartender but there was like no one around I don't think there was anyone around until like the end. Then it yeah. was like a huge thing. But yeah, there were a lot of people there, I think almost the whole Every time. single time in the book. Like it was like a huge like illusion, which I think added a little bit to the story because it was like, yeah. I did like, I remember the last like clip of the um, movie where like Jack appears in like a picture. I thought that was really cool. And I wonder if everyone else in the picture was like people who were like taken by the hotel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did, I did like the ending to the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. There were things that like were done well, but apparently, I mean, we're not the only ones like criticizing the director. Like apparently the director was like heavily criticized. Really? Especially like mostly with the betrayal of Wendy because. I don't know. It just doesn't really make sense to me. To have her be like that like why was that your decision something tells me the director is not a feminist (laughs) yeah you can see that based on the film adaptation for sure (laughs) and then yeah apparently the actress like didn't do any other movies ever since then because she was like so traumatized from filming The Shining I want to see if I can like find some specific examples (laughs) yeah i'm just gonna read you an excerpt from this article i'm reading from faroutmagazine.co.uk just to like reference it before directly quoting it um the on-set stories for the film are now a thing of Hollywood whispers, from Jack Nicholson being fed cheese sandwiches that he loathed for two weeks straight to unleash the madman in him. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all it took for him, a cheese sandwich. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, and apparently Stephen King is the like hated the movie. Oh, that's all you need to know. Literally. Um, Apparently there's a uh, documentary called Room 237 um, about, like, analyzing the adaptation of The Shining. Oh. Is it on Netflix or Prime? Those are the two I have. 
Prime, actually. Oh, nice. Maybe I'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, the little description says uh, in, an analysis of Stanley Kubrick's adaptation of The Shining and the people who believe they've succeeded in decoding the iconic film's hidden messages and symbols. Cool. I will probably add that to my list. What's it called? Room 237. Nice. It had a very small budget, <laughs> according to Google. <laughs> I, um, okay, but yeah, I, I basically, apparently the director, like, wanted everyone to do method acting. Hence, for some reason, that means Jack Nicholson only being able to eat cheese sandwiches. Um, but for the actress who played Wendy, he like wanted her to be in like a constant state of like panic and sorrow and like fear. So he like incited that and he would like force her to do takes like so many times so that like she could basically be in a state like her body was in a state of terror like all the time. Sounds terrible. And like method acting is also obviously like you have to act like just be that character even when you're not being filmed. So like when you're constantly acting like you're being literally attacked. Yeah. And then, yeah, apparently um, Duval was a misogynist, so. Dots are connecting. Sorry, who was a misogynist? The um, the director. Okay, I thought you said Duval, and I was like, that's "Oh, maybe a... I did say Duval," and I was. Yeah, that's like Wendy. That's the actress. I was like, "What?" <laughs> but yeah, apparently, um, he also like told the everyone on set to like not show any sympathy towards her and like not be nice to her when she was like trying to yeah Kubrick that's the that's the director's last name Mm. that does not sound like a very pleasant environment to work at yeah no I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that (laughs) personally Um, and did you think uh Carrie was a better movie no I also did not like the film adaptation for Carrie because I have like a couple issues with Carrie my main one I know I mentioned it in like the episode where we talked about the book was the fact that you know a allegedly very ugly girl was played by a very beautiful actress um So I had issues with that. And also with Carrie, you didn't really get a whole lot of like backstory. Like I would have liked it if the actress Carrie had been like bullied a little bit, like just like a little bit in the beginning of the movie. And then there was like the really traumatic scene where she gets her period. Because it, and because like when Carrie gets her period, that's kind of when her like telekinetic powers start. And that's essentially where the movie begins. Like, Oh, so there's not a lot of history. Yeah, like you don't really get that like, oh, she was bullied a lot and then she got telekinetic powers. It's like, we don't really get the fact that like she got her kinetic power, telekinetic powers from like hitting puberty, essentially. 
Okay. And like, I, but yeah, I understand that like they definitely tried to make Chloe Grace Martez ugly, I guess. Like they tried, like I could tell they like tried to make her like under eye bags, like a little bit more aggressive, but like, come on, you could have given her some pimples. You could have given her like, I don't know, man. Like there's just like so much that you could do. And like, yeah. And it's like the, there wasn't a whole lot of like, Have you seen like the 1970 something version? No, I didn't watch that one. Okay. Um also I know it's like really weird some like just something so stupid that I like hyperfixated on, but in the book Carrie wears like a red dress to prom which is like the color of sin, the cover- color of the devil, like there's just so much like symbolism around the dress and then like in the movie I think in the first movie it's white and then in the second movie it's just like a light pink and I'm like I feel like the color of the dress is one of like the biggest like symbolism moments in the book and then they don't really like touch on the fact that Carrie's mom thinks that Carrie is the antichrist a lot Mm -hmm. like I feel like that point could have been driven home a lot more and it also the movie wasn't that scary Like I would, I, it was less scary than the shining for me. I feel like you can't really make Carrie scared. I guess you could, but like, I feel like you could add some suspense. You could give a little bit more. If it's not like the point of the book, maybe they weren't trying to make it scary. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't love the, um, also the acting in my humble opinion, wasn't great in the movie (laughs) Carrie. Like it almost felt very like high school project. Like I think, um, Chloe Grace Mortez did a really good job. Like, but yeah, there's like the scene in the book where like Carrie like leaves the prom and then like come back, comes back like smiling because she's like in a crazed state. And like, that doesn't really happen in the movie. It just kind of like, she just like jumps to crazy and like, Mm. I don't know. On today's episode, we become film critics. <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough. I don't think I intend to watch Carrie. It's not really my genre of movie either. Mm-hmm. So I'll just let that one go. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're going to miss out on much. Hot takes maybe, but. Yeah, <laughs> hot takes. Anyways, yeah, that's all I really got for this episode of Book Talk. Yeah, I don't have that much either. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of Stephen King movies so far. Fan of the books. Well, book. Yeah, fan of the book. We gotta, we're gonna have to read another Stephen King book next year to see if it's like, was Steve, was The Shining like the only book we really liked or? Was Carrie the one-off? Yeah. And hopefully next year, we're not going to be reading another like super long series at this time of year so that we can actually read like more authors. <laughs> you know, there is Crescent City series that we have to read. So, hey, there's only two books out so far. So, fair enough. All right. Well, if you want to follow us on social media, 
our Instagram and Twitter is at bookbevies and our Gmail is bookbevies at gmail.com. If you want to email us and yell at us because apparently we have bad movie criticism skills. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.